0: I thought, what if I was in my room 24-7? No social activities, no group meals, you know, a loving staff, but, but with plenty of other um, needs demanding on staff. And the loneliness just really struck me. So I called a colleague who has a background in um, senior and geriatrics, and I have a, a background in volunteer outreach and telephone work, and together we put together this phone outreach program for seniors. To the
1: Nursing Home Podcast, your go to source for professional insights in the long term care industry. Hear from leaders and experts as they share current and practical insights to help make the most of your day.
0: I'm the long term care financial specialist. What that means is I help people plan for the inevitable. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to think about getting old, but it's possible that someday we might need a little bit of care. Here's your host, nursing home administrator turned podcaster, Shmuel Septimus. Shmuel.
1: Okay, welcome to another live broadcast of the Nursing Home Podcast. I used to say the only podcast that you need to know everything that is going on in the nursing home space, and there are some other great podcasts out there as well, which I encourage you uh, to check out, but we are definitely a great podcast in this space where we talk about some of the issues that are perhaps not spoken about as much as they relate to the nursing home space and we like to say things in ways that everybody can understand and relate to. So today we are we all know the tremendous impact that COVID-19 has had on the world every single industry every part of the world this is literally a global pandemic and the nursing home residents and, and operators and the uh, care providers were hit you know very strongly with this and there's an unspoken about side effect, besides with the actual health concern, which is the loneliness and the isolation that residents can feel even when they are safe, when they're cut off from the outside world without their opportunity for visitation. And this is something that we're going to talk about in this episode. Before we do that, let me take, it's my honor to introduce today's guest on the Nursing Home Podcast, Laura Stoyer. Laura is an educator and nonprofit leader, and director of the Friendly Voices Senior Phone Buddy Program. Laura, welcome to the Nursing Home Podcast. Thank you. So, if you don't mind, uh, first of all, really excited to having you here today with us. Um, I know from our previous conversation that you know that you're going to share tremendous value with our listeners in educating them on this problem and some of the available solutions. Mm-hmm. But even before we get to all of that, can you tell our listeners know me, unfortunately, but they don't know you yet very well. <laughs> Would you take a moment or two to share with them uh, your professional journey, of, uh, the short version of your professional journey of how you got to where you are today and doing what you're doing right now?
0: The short version is that, like everyone else, I was sitting in my home in March when the lockdowns began. And I'm based in California. And I think along with New York, we had one of the earliest lockdowns. And I have some underlying health issues. So my husband and I took this very seriously. And I don't think I left my home for at least a month or two. And no one came in and I did not go out. And I started reading what was happening around the country in skilled nursing facilities and long-term care facilities. And I suddenly felt that, you know, I'm not a senior. I'm not in a facility, but I understand what it's like to feel trapped or stuck or isolated in my space day after day after day after day. And I could have gone out, but of course for safety, I chose not to. And I think many of them are in that same situation. And I couldn't I couldn't imagine doing this on my own. I have my husband with me, I have a dog. But then I thought, what if I was in my room 24 seven, no social activities, no group meals, you know, a loving staff, but but with plenty of other um, needs demanding on staff. And the loneliness just really struck me. So I called a colleague who has a background in um, senior and geriatrics, and I have a, a background in volunteer outreach and telephone work. And together, we put together this phone outreach program for seniors um, about the first week of April, just when the pandemic was really, was really spreading.
1: Well, wow. Well. <laughs> So first of all, uh, thank you for that. Uh, you know, giving us a little bit of a background. Um, what were you doing before COVID, though? Like, what was your professional experience like uh, before COVID? You mentioned briefly um, you know, phone experience. And uh, tell us a little bit about, about that and your outreach.
0: Well, right before uh, starting Friendly Voices program, I spent 10 years leading a small nonprofit where we where we did nationwide telephone outreach for women dealing with various trauma, relationship trauma. And we had volunteers on the phone doing peer support outreach, and it became really clear to me that the phone is this incredibly powerful tool, an overlooked tool, I think, with all the technology that we have, a tool that humans can really connect with other humans and and feel less alone. So that's what I was doing beforehand. I also taught high school briefly, which was probably a mistake. I discovered I am not a high school teacher. Um, I used to teach fourth grade long ago, and that was the right grade for me. So various various career paths to this.
1: Got it. Got it. So I like what you said, that the phone is an overlooked tool. So many of us spend hours of our day with our phones and looking at them and doing all sorts of Mm mind-blowing feats and accomplishing crazy stuff with our phones, but we forget that our phone can also make phone calls. Yeah. And phone calls are something that have been around since most of us were born. And like you said, it's something that is, that is so overlooked for somebody who's in isolation. Um, You know, COVID does not travel. There is no, there's no scientific proof that you (laughs) are susceptible to, to getting COVID-19 over the phone. And therefore it's perfectly safe um uh, it's perfectly safe to make phone calls to anybody and this is not just during COVID, by the way Uh, there's nothing wrong with picking up the phone and calling a family member or a colleague or a neighbor down the street uh even if they're not a senior uh just to take them a little bit of out of their isolation so tell us a little bit about this journey so we know that well first of all let's let's just talk about the phone for a minute i mean we know the how available it is right everybody has a phone that maybe not everyone has a smartphone um even back one more step a lot of facilities a lot of companies also were jumping at the opportunity let's get zoom into every facility Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. let's get video calls let's create an app that will connect any type of video calling program to any type of ipad and make it easy to make appointments and there's a lot of great technology that was done around this and, and that has helped the problem somewhat but at the end of the day not everybody likes video calls if you look at I don't know how much you do video calling other than Zoom, but in personal video calling, FaceTime calls, um, WhatsApp Messenger calls, uh, Facebook mm-hmm. calls, mm-hmm. video calls. A lot of times it's difficult to communicate. Sometimes you can communicate better if you don't see the person because when you're forced in one place and you kind of have to make eye contact, it's a different type of engagement than when you're free to pace around the room to wash the dishes or yes, driving yes, in your yes. car or do whatever else you're doing and you can connect on a, on a different level. So the, like you said, the overlook tool. Go ahead.
0: Well, you know, I, I think to what your point about Zoom and iPads, um, I think nursing homes, skilled nursing and long-term care facilities are really getting boxed in and they're getting this really mixed message from society. On the one hand, they're saying, Keep your seniors isolated. Put them in their rooms. Don't let them have any any interaction because COVID can be fatal. On the other hand, we know that isolation can also be fatal. Loneliness has a tremendous effect on the emotional well being. And for for a facility to you know upgrade their Wi Fi and get the Zoom and the iPad and you know let alone if they have any resources or funding for that, which many do not then they have to you know, teach the staff how to use it, who then have to teach the residents how to use it. That is a huge learning curve, and especially at a time when staff is, is really, really under siege, doing a lot of crucial first line responding work. So the phone, as a phone, as a device to speak, not as a Wi-Fi, not as an internet, not as a text text device, but the actual phone brings us something that is really powerful for our memories, which is talking. And we forget as we're, you know, typing and texting and emailing that talking is crucial, crucial to brain development. And one of the areas that interests me a lot is how conversation, talking, helps our memories. And I want to talk a little bit about that.
1: Sure. Sure, please. Um,
0: so there's a lot of research, excuse me, there's a lot of research that shows that conversation, talking, just the way you and I are doing now, enhances the working memory. Now the working memory is sort of our short-term memory. It's how we remember you know, what we had for breakfast and who we met in the store yesterday. And, and most of us really are solid with that. Um, and then we have our long-term memory, which is things that happen long, long ago. We know that in seniors, the working memory begins to decline first, that it's mm-hmm. hard to recall the more immediate parts of our lives. And what's incredible is that when you Feed and fuel and help to enhance the working memory, it has sort of a feedback loop that helps the long-term memory. So there was a study at the University of Michigan about, about 10 years ago where they took a bunch of volunteers and they had them talk for 10 minutes. And then they asked them a series of memory questions and they found that the volunteers who had talked for just 10 minutes compared to the volunteers who had not had a far better um, outcome on the memory tasks because the working memory was stimulated, which then fed the long-term memory. And there's also all kinds of research, um, which you know you can Google online that anything interactive like talking also helps to feed and improve the working memory. And the phone is just the perfect tool as opposed to email, which is more passive or watching movies, fun, but also more passive.
1: Right, and one that's one one way communication, one way, as opposed exactly. to an interactive communication. Now, just, just for the just for the record, I am a huge fan of using technology to solve these types of of problems. And if a facility can get a Zoom or a FaceTime or all these types of things, and it does work out for them, um, you know, you know, uh, for sure, you know, uh, they yeah, definitely yeah. should do such a thing. And a lot of seniors, if you t- take the time to actually educate them on these tools. Um, it, it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, my mother does not listen to this podcast, so I can <laughs> talk relatively freely, but she had recently, I had the opportunity to show her how zoom works and she gives a lot of classes and a lot of things that were canceled because of COVID. And she was trying to do things on the phone and it just wasn't working out uh, the way that it should. So, it took it took some time let's just say there was a steep learning curve she's not she doesn't (laughs) spend her time in front of the computer but once she got it it's like a whole world opened up to her and she would call me every time she made a zoom call small i just did a zoom call i called all my siblings all over the world and we had a great time she spoke to her mother in israel you're able to see her on the screen and like it was amazing And I'm like, okay, I said, just because I introduced you to the phone doesn't mean you have to call me every time you make a phone call.
0: (laughs) You know, (laughs) know. I, I think, I think in the ideal world, um, a nursing home like our schools would be fully funded, right? And every nursing home would have every facility and every technology and every infrastructure that they needed and, and tons and tons of staff resources for that. Um, and if, if you do have that, that's phenomenal. Um, but many do not. And you if you have to choose between your funding sources, um, you know, the Zoom and the iPads and the more costly infrastructure can go by the wayside, whereas the phone is always there.
1: Right. I and mean, this is something yeah. that every facility has a phone. The nurses have a phone. Truth be told, some facilities do not have a phone for every single resident. They have a shared phone, and sometimes that even that's a challenge. But that's a simple solution. You could buy, you know, a burner phone, right? You could buy a prepaid phone. In your local Target, Walmart, for just a few dollars, and even you know whatever infection control policies and procedures you know are done. If you get one for each resident, or if you disinfect it between residents, correct. But the correct. point is, this it's it's so much simpler, and this is a technology that that they know how to use already. They this is something you know that that can easily be used. Now let, let's focus on the other side of the phone, pun intended here. Um, <laughs> Who are the people who are calling the seniors and why are these people doing it
0: um so in our program is that what you're referring to
1: any program but let's talk about yours because you probably are more intimately familiar with yours
0: sure well there are a lot of phone buddy programs out there um i can certainly speak to ours and phone buddy programs have been around for a long time many social services and religious organizations offer phone buddy programs. But since COVID, these have really become a key way to connect with seniors. You know, the volunteers are are empathic, trained, compassionate people. Um, In our program, our volunteers are as young as 20 and as old as 85. And they just really feel, I think the same way I did, that um, talking and listening with another human being is good for us. It's good for the person on the, on the other end of the line. There's a lot of research actually that listening helps build empathy and talking helps incre- impre blah, that was a funny word. <laughs> I'm gonna start that one again. There's a lot of research that listening helps build empathy and that talking helps to improve our mood. So it's reciprocal and it's a give and take. And the volunteer benefits from talking to the senior and the senior benefits from talking and listening as well. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, you mentioned the prepaid phone, which is very funny, because when you and I first talked about doing this podcast, Mm -hmm. prepaid phones were not something that our project was investigating. And in a couple of weeks since, we have started providing prepaid phones for all of our phone buddies who do not have their own cell phone in their room. Because, of course, if you use the facility phone, there's um, contamination and infection protocols. So that is something that we do provide for any phone buddy who wants it along with unlimited minutes. So um, that's our holiday phone drive, which we actually just launched.
1: So, wow, really nice. Yeah.
0: So that's a separate
1: thing. Yeah. But uh, go ahead. Yes. So, yeah. So what you're saying is that even if you take a regular senior who's, who's isolated from, you know, from the rest of the world, the regular visitors are coming. We're not using, Uh, uh, A big distinction between what you're doing and what some of these other Zoom type of solutions are doing, you're not connecting them necessarily just to their family members. In other words, on a regular day pre-COVID, and hopefully soon there'll be something called post-COVID, where when visitors are allowed back into nursing homes, the people who are calling, let's say part of your phone buddy program or other phone buddy programs, they're they're not the ones who are probably going to be walking into the facility. We're talking about the people who usually come are going to be Uh, family members um, other people who who live in close proximity um, Mm -hmm. those are the ones who usually come in many of them may already be using the phone or other solutions to come to communicate with their loved ones this is not just a tool or it's not at all a tool I mean obviously family members can call their parents they should by the way (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know they should do that to stay in touch with them. But this is something else. This is using the phone as a tool to connect seniors to the, to the greater world, to connect them with other people that they don't know. They come from a different background, different points of view on, on life, different size of the political aisle, which for some reason that became such a huge thing in the past <laughs> few years, uh, which are not going to go there too much. Yeah. But the yeah. Point we're, is we are non-political. You, Let's not go
0: there.
1: Yeah. We're not going there. But the point yeah. is, if you have 10 people in a room, there's going to be a lot of different points of view. And it doesn't matter uh, connecting uh, connecting any person who's in isolation. And you know, frankly, if you have a regular healthy person who's quarantined and now they're stuck home alone, or even worse, they're stuck home with their family. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, yeah. Then connecting them with with someone in the outside world can be beneficial. But for seniors yeah. who are yeah. lonely enough, as it is, many of them have suffered. Uh, losses of a spouse, losses of roommates. Yeah. They're just surrounded by loss. And as sensitive as nursing home operators try to be to this, and they do a great job at it, still this is, it, it's not necessarily the happiest time of their life. And add the fear, they're sitting in front of a TV all day. What do you think they're seeing on the TV? Yeah.
0: All they're yeah. seeing
1: on the TV is COVID, 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 COVID. That's all they're seeing. And also seeing nursing home COVID, right? So they just yeah, keep on being reinforcing this message that it's a tough space. Yeah. And, and they're stuck there.
0: Well, I think, you know, I think your point about friends and family is really interesting because a phone buddy program such as ours is not trying to say that that friends and family aren't valued. That is crucial. Um, but the logistics are there in that sometimes you're in a, a nursing home in a different city or state from your friends and family and you're not gonna be able to be visited. Friends and family are busy. They may be out of work. COVID has put extra strains on everyone and going to visit your mom or your great uncle in their facility may just not be something you can afford right now. Um, So that's that. And there's also many seniors, a number of our seniors that we work with have no friends and family. They have outlived them. They are separate from from their roots and they are truly, truly alone. My phone buddy talks to two people in her world. She talks to me and she talks to her son. And she and I have been talking every week since May. We have a regular Monday phone call. We talk about all kinds of things, not politics. Um, We just talk as as two friends. She she talks in her world and I talk in mine. And she has nobody else but myself and her grown son to speak with um, because her family is no longer connected with her. And that is the meaning of real isolation and to hear the phone ring and to pick it up and know that your phone buddy's on the other end and cares about you and wants to hear about you and is interested in you that makes all the difference and you know we have known for years that when we are isolated from other humans our mental and physical well-being decline we know that loneliness is linked to depression and all kinds of mental health issues physical health issues obesity heart disease you know the list is is this long if, Well, here, I'm holding on my hands because I'm Mm -hmm. on a podcast. The list is super, super, super long. So so to pull ourselves out of that isolation and talk to another human being is crucial and is easy because it's simply a phone call. And especially after COVID in the post-COVID world, um, yes, friends and family, absolutely, absolutely will be there. But. Why not have someone else in your life? Why not know as many people as you can? Why not have as many phone friends as you can, to to increase your well being?
1: For sure, I'm, I'm <laughs> sure that there are people, um, who who have friends and family and still can benefit from this. Obviously, sure. they, they, it, might, it might be somewhat uh, limited as to how many phone buddies any program can provide. <laughs> But I just want to go back to your point you said about isolation. Mm -hmm. It's a word that's thrown out. Yeah. And I guess I can speak for for myself. Uh, Isolation is not something that I can relate to very well. I have a busy personal life. And it's the concept of of isolation, of realizing and living in a world where, yes, people know that you exist. You're in room 212, bed Mm -hmm. A. And you have therapy on Tuesdays, and you like bingo, yes. and on you know, and on Wednesdays you have peanut butter and jelly instead of deli sandwiches, and you know, and you you might even be friends with Barbara from down the hall, but that's like the extent of people knowing that you exist. Or if yes. you want to put it into more serious, morbid terms, if I were not to exist, who would care? Yes. And if the answer is nobody, then that gives very limit, very little. Uh, motive uh, to continue living. I just saw a stat yesterday, and I'm not saying this is true or not true. Some news agency showed me this, that there have been more uh, suicide deaths in Japan than COVID deaths, and the, unfortunately, there's been plenty of both since the beginning of COVID. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, the mental risk to our health is Correct. real and in, in some ways might be more real than the physical risk. Yeah, uh, we, and, and this, Go ahead.
0: I'm sorry, I cut you off. Um, Go. (laughs) Well, so uh, in talking about the suicide risk and mental health, we know that loneliness is fatal. I mean, you can just Google loneliness is fatal and you will find all kinds of evidence and research behind that. And what we're also seeing is that many families are taking their loved ones out of a nursing home at this terribly dangerous COVID time because they are very afraid that the loneliness will kill them. And the fear is that wow, if COVID doesn't get them, then my mom will be sitting there in her room. <clears throat> excuse me, with no one to speak to, no one to be with, and I'm too far away. So I'd rather pull mom out and bring her home. And that's a burden for many families that you know they may or may not be able to do, but they're doing it out of utter fear of their loved one being you know room two two six as you described, and and not being known. And you know the staff, of course, provides tremendous tremendous Mm -hmm. social interaction, conversation, talking and listening, but the staff cannot be the only source of social interaction for that senior. The staff has a lot of important work to do, saving lives and working um, with, with illness and COVID and all the needs that are happening every day. So if a phone buddy can supplement what the staff is doing and maybe take a little bit of a burden off the staff. Um, you know, if I talk to my phone buddy once a week for about half an hour to an hour, which I do, um, you know, it's it's one more phone outlet, one more conversational outlet that she's had that relieves the staff of of that time time commitment, I think.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is this is definitely true. And and obviously, and you know, it takes that isolation and it, it, it breaks it, you know, breaks it open for a minute that there's somebody out there who mm-hmm. unconditionally, you know, loves me or cares about me um not because they know who i am or they've have you ever met your phone buddy?
0: Um no. So our program is nationwide. We work with nursing homes in different states and we have volunteers in different states. So it's simply a matter of uh you know adjusting the time zones and and not calling someone at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. Um we are HIPAA compliant so it's confidential and private and we do not meet our phone buddies. Um we don't zoom, we don't send photos, we don't send email. It's it's a real good old fashioned phone conversation between two human beings. My phone buddy is in Kansas and I'm in California. So it does seem unlikely that we would meet, but, um, that, but our protocols don't permit that.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So my point is that someone that you never met someone that you have, you're doing it just because you care about someone and you Mm -hmm. want to do your little part, um, to help with this problem. So, you know, it's very, it's very easy to stand on the side and yell and scream like we're doing that isolation is horrible in nursing homes and someone should do something about it. Uh-huh. And someone should start a program, but you actually are doing things yourself uh, to begin uh, to get a solution for this as well as setting it up thank for you. other people. Thank so, you. you know, so that is amazing. Um, thank you. Sure. Yeah, thank you. Um, so if if there's a nursing home interested in bringing this in for their residents, is there a cost to this program? Do they have to pay into it?
0: Nope. There's no, no cost. It's absolutely free. We are all volunteers. I'm a volunteer. Um, the prepaid phones that I mentioned are a donation that we make or a gift to the, to the nursing home. If they would like, we've raised some funds for that. So if someone would like to sign up their seniors for a phone buddy, they can go to our website, which is www.friendlyvoices.org, all one word. Um, and maybe that can be printed in the chat or somewhere. Some yeah, place well, no. where things, someplace yeah. where things yeah. are printed on a podcast. Exactly. And, um, we'll and on the, the website, on. there's a, a, a one-click button on the homepage, sign up for a phone buddy. There's also my email on there, and they're welcome to contact me at any time if they have questions.
1: Okay, amazing. So friendlyvoices.org. So we'll definitely put a link to that in the show notes if people want to learn more information about this. And I see right here. I'm just looking at the website. This become a volunteer. Sign up seniors for phone something. Buddies, probably. Buddies, oh, buddies. Yep.
0: yep. It's it's a just gray button of... on the bottom of the first page. Yep. And it's a simple sign-up. It's a it's a Google form, which means it's just a very simple form. It's confidential and private. It goes directly to me. And then we match the volunteer with the senior. And And the volunteer calls the senior and says, hi, I'm your phone buddy from Friendly Voices. And and off they go in whatever direction, you know, they want to take their conversation.
1: Amazing. Amazing. Before we let you go, uh, back to the busy phones. (laughs) 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 Before before we let you go, um, any final thoughts that you would want people to understand about the work that you do and the power of using the phone to help alleviate some of the loneliness for nursing home residents or for anybody for that matter?
0: Well, you know, I want to end with something my phone buddy has said to me. Um, She has told me and she's told the staff that she really looks forward to hearing from me every week um, or twice a week. And she really looks forward to hearing my voice. And there's something so powerful about the human voice Um, beyond the technology, beyond the typing, beyond the Internet. The human voice is our most basic, basic way to connect. And she hears my voice every week. I hear her her voice every week. And she just tells me she looks forward to that phone call. And I think it's such an easy way to make a difference right now for people who are lonely and isolated. It doesn't take much of my time. It's one phone call a week. Um, and it makes a tremendous tremendous impact from a relatively short time commitment.
1: Wow, wow. Okay. Amazing. Well, thank you, Laura, for coming thank on the you. Nursing Home podcast. Thank you for sharing some of the work that you do at Friendly Voices. Again, that's friendlyvoices.org, where you can go to sign up uh to become a volunteer or sign up the seniors uh for the phone buddies. And if anyone's interested in getting more involved in this program, you can reach out to Laura directly there as well and to listen to see this episode and all past episodes can head on over to the nursing uh, dot com and we can see everything over there I see we do have one comment here that uh, probably worth sharing um, I see Sheila thank you for stopping by she said awesome we always we always wish our residents have family and friends which but this is good and I, th- I think what you mean Sheila is that a lot, yeah a lot of a lot of um, a lot of residents do have family and friends and they do come and they do visit, but at the same time, it's not, you know, it's not the same as when you can supplement that with even more, um, you know, phone calls and even more connections. So thank you for, for that. And actually before we go, um, just take that off the screen. Just before we go, I want to, for those who, if you're listening to the podcast, and you're enjoying the podcast then I would definitely encourage you to head on over to uh, the Nursing Home podcast on Apple or wherever you you watch the podcast or you listen to the podcast. If you leave us a review for the podcast, that helps the show grow even further. And I actually wanted to read a couple of reviews out right now, but it's taking me a second to find them. So if I find it in a second, then I will read it. While
0: you find them, I'll just address something Sheila said. Um, you're right, yes. Sheila, about friends and family. But we know also that friends and family are not allowed in many of these facilities and are talking to their loved ones through the window. We've seen that in the news. So mm-hmm. um, they are limited from what they can connect with their loved one.
1: This is Yes, this is definitely true. Um, if, you, if you go to ratethispodcast.com slash home. So then you can, that's a very easy way to leave a review for the show on any device that you have (laughs) or on any, you know, regardless of the way that you do. uh, Now I got it. Regardless of the way that you do, um, they do listen to your podcast. I'm just going to read a couple recent um, reviews. Here's one from Loki. So Loki actually was on LinkedIn Live, I think it was last week, Laughter with Loki, that um, he was a previous podcast guest. And he wrote, I'm glad this podcast exists. I didn't think anyone was talking about nursing homes and the problems seniors are facing. And then Shmuel came along, created this fantastic pod, probably supposed to say podcast with terrific content. I'm glad someone is giving a voice to an unheard part of America. Well, thank you, Loki, for uh, for that wonderful review. Thank you, Laura, for coming on the podcast. Thank you. I look forward to putting this episode live at the nursinghomepodcast.com as soon as we're done with it. So thank you so much. Now that you've enjoyed this episode of the Nursing Home Podcast, I'd really appreciate if you'd rate this podcast and let everyone else know what an amazing resource this is for those wanting to learn anything and everything about the nursing home industry. So head on over to ratethispodcast.com slash nursing home. Again, ratethispodcast.com slash nursing home. Leave me a review and let the world know what an amazing show this truly is. Thank you so much for listening and make sure to stay tuned and subscribe so you don't miss any other episodes.